0: Hello, my name is Danielle Francine, your hostess with the is on the stage of greatness. And today I have with me, Miss Erin Curran. She is a, we we're cracking up before we recorded this because I'm just going to tell you the story real quick. Said, how do you want to be introduced? And she told me, I'm like, what the, the, what did I call you? yes the unstable entrepreneur unstable entrepreneur i'm like wait that doesn't make sense it's kind of true and the author of hate your
1: way to happiness so it could be a thing it yes definitely i'm going to look up the domain after we get off of this podcast for sure
0: <laughs> oh my god it's a great way to start laughing so yes welcome Erin to the show so happy to have you here it's (laughs) so good to be here
1: yes
0: thank you for having me Mm -hmm. hello my pleasure so Erin and I um, randomly meet for kava lunch coffee all the things and we just kind of have flowing conversation it starts in a place and it just continues to go and expand and turn and flip upside down and laughing and sometimes some tears and i feel like both of us have like some really good nuggets that we walk away from nuggets is a good word (laughs) (laughs) sometimes yeah yeah i was gonna say undesirable nuggets
1: (laughs) to look at usually there's there's a little mining involved and there's always something to walk away with for sure right (laughs) always an experience Mm -hmm. but if you know danielle you know this
0: (laughs) and if you know erin you know this also (laughs) so you put us together and i mean oh look out i love it so recently we were talking about um the things that we seek to like fix fix us right we're always looking for the thing what is the oh my god i just started this course and it's exactly what i need
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm going to this program i'm taking that whatever it is i'm reading this book i'm right all of the things and it's so yeah let's just let's start there and i'm going to be eating during this so if oh. i have a mouthful
1: like a person too. told me it was the thing so it has to be the thing mm-hmm. that's why i paid to be in the course program podcast, book, whatever. Yeah. It's because that is the thing. Isn't that what they always say? Yeah. Like this is the thing that you need to be able to transform your bank account, transform your waistline, transform your life. You can just turn everything on its head upside down. Your life will not look the same at all. Once you do this three day weekend for $27. (laughs) <laughs> and then when
0: you leave and your bank account is still short the $27 you're like what the fuck
1: oh we can cuss oh yeah
0: oh. we can curse see?
1: <laughs> we can eat we can
0: curse we can drink coffee Amazing. Okay. if they had wine I would probably have wine <laughs> yep. I love that <laughs> full self expression <laughs> right okay and so let's just even so this brings this up <clears throat> someone had said the other day You know, in my business, and when I show up in places or on the line or with my clients, I'm constantly asking myself the question well, who am I? Who am I in my business? Who am I with my friends? Who am I in my relationship? What the, like, what kind of question is that? Like, who am I?
1: I'm me. It's actually a question that we're very often asked because one of the things that a lot of these courses and a lot of these programs ask us to think about is like, what's your why? Why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And for anyone who has done zero personal development, zero self-searching, usually the answer is, I don't know. It's just what I think I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And even after you go through a lot of personal development, we don't really most of us aren't able to distinguish what other people told us we should want versus what we really truly believe we need in our heart. And like that level of, of soul searching is really what's going to get you to who you are. But at the base of that, you're basically a soul, which is infinite and all consuming. So like there are no limitations then the question becomes, well, what do you want to be? Mm. What do you choose to be? How do you choose to express? And then that gets even more confusing because it's, it's an impossible thing when we think that we're supposed to be a certain way. Right. Well, yeah. And I think that's like,
0: well, you know, growing up family, friends, teachers, basically everyone around us with you express yourself and then give you a reaction. <clears throat> yeah, It's a good reaction, it's a bad reaction. Yeah. And then from there, you change something. And now you are this other version of yourself. And then you express this way until someone gives you a negative reaction. And then you change again, right? So how many different versions really like have we been based on what we think other people want to see from us in us about us all of the things
1: very true because that kind of a self view that sort of a a definition of self really depends on the person sitting in front of you and if i'm sitting in front of you today And one of my more conservative friends tomorrow, I could be a completely different person. That really gets to be confusing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And it also really wraps your head around the axle because then it's like all of the things that you naturally want to express can't come out because no one's confirmed those. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Because nobody's confirmed
1: those. Nobody's validated those.
0: Because we think we need validation from other people to express certain parts.
1: It's nice to have validation. It's nice Mm -hmm. to hear other people say, wow, you know, Aaron, that's really amazing. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Versus, oh my God, why would you do that? (laughs) Sometimes I look for that. (laughs) Why are you
0: doing that? I'm like, okay, great. I'm going the right way. I don't like to do things the way other people do things, right? I like to be different. I like to go the opposite direction. Like, oh, you do things that way. Well, I'm gonna go this way and see if I can get the same result or better result. Bye. Talk to you later.
1: In theory, when you're dealing with sheep or lemmings, this could be a good way to go through life. But as same- a lemming. A lemming, those are the <laughs> creatures that all go running off cliffs somewhere. I I don't. <laughs> Are you calling me loving? No, I'm saying you're the anti-loving. Okay, thank you. (laughs) People are running off the cliff and you're just laughing at them. (laughs) But going in the opposite direction of what anyone or everyone says is a reaction just as much as going in the same direction. Mm. It is. Yeah, it is. And so like with you presenting
0: differently in front of different people, Mm -hmm. right? So John had said this a while back and it, it- Caused me to stop and think. He's like, I don't care what anybody says, no matter how authentic you are. You don't have fear of judgment or what other people think. You are a different person in front of different people all the time. You're not ever the same exact person.
1: That's a really high bar. I imagine the Dalai Lama, Wayne Dyer, like certain people who have a level of mastery, they can fully be entirely themselves in front of anyone. Mm-hmm. But it's like an Eckhart Tolle level of of self definition and connection to be able to be in that space. Yeah, we are social creatures, and one of our biggest fears is being kicked out of the tribe. Mm-hmm. And so it's a natural response for us to want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. So, so a couple points to those points. (laughs) So that level of self-mastery, right? It's like, I, I will, when I leave a, so like when I leave hanging out with you Uh or I leave hanging out with one of my other girlfriends or business meetings things that I do right I evaluate what it was that I said what I did was I showing up authentically did I hold any part of me back if I did what was that part and why Mm -hmm. is there a fear there is there like what is that is it judgment do I think I'm not going to be accepted (laughs) so I try and show up as myself
1: right and not hold anything back those are fantastic questions and I think that's probably a really great way to take a look at it because one of the things I think most of us are missing is that self-reflection aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm not asking myself how did I feel in that interaction? How did I how, did, how do I feel about my behavior? How did I show up? Do I feel like I expressed myself fully? Was I holding back? we're not gonna notice and then we just stumble through life blindly and basically we're sleepwalking. Yeah. And the exact opposite of self-awareness is sleepwalking. Right. So when we're just running through life and we're not really caring about how we express and how we show up, it's really, it's far simpler at the end of the day to just do what you think everyone wants you to do than it is to really put yourself out there and say the thing Mm -hmm. you know i know recently um on your facebook feed one of the conversations that you and i had had several weeks or a month ago was that you were starting to show your woo-woo side a little bit more with the crystals and the tarot and and some of those things and and You had expressed a concern about putting yourself fully out there on Facebook in the social space because of what the reaction or the response was going to be. And what did we talk about that day? We talked about your tribe Mm -hmm. and we talked about how the people that you were really meant to work with would be the ones that would show up because you shared those things. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah and like and so since i've done that and so so to be able to do that right i had to come to a place to where i had that uh aha yeah right like okay this is me i've been holding this part of myself back for god what a few years yeah because of oh i'm gonna confuse people or oh what is she is spiritual okay whatever and so you're not being authentic not at all right you're hiding because i was hiding right and i'm like oh i'm authentic like i tell you everything i told you about my divorce yeah and you didn't share about anything how you like really made it through all of the tools modalities like where you spent the majority of your days right you know and so since I started sharing that came to that realization, like, okay, this is me conversation, right? Your people will show up like the people have shown up and they're continuing to show up mm-hmm. and the space that that's created with those women is like more fulfilling than any space that I've ever
1: created. Mm-hmm. And it also it also gives them permission to show up fully mm-hmm. and it shows them that it's okay and I was having a conversation with someone uh, the other night, and he was talking about going to an event where he's really going to be opening up, he's going to be experiencing levels of connection and love and community that he's really enjoying, but he also doesn't know how to take that woo-woo dimension that connected dimension back into his life and that's his number one concern he doesn't want to lose his life like we're sitting in the middle of cancel culture where you know if you say the wrong thing if you do the wrong thing if you are perceived in a particular way that upsets or bothers somebody It's really nothing for them to decide that what you said is out of some sort of imaginary bounds that nobody's told you about. And so for you to really fully express yourself freely without care or concern is practically impossible in today's environment. Mm -hmm. You can't talk, regardless of what your political leanings are, you can't talk about your politics. You can't talk about your religion. You can't talk about your philosophy. You can't talk about what you really truly believe in. One, it could get trampled on. Somebody could disagree with you. Someone could, you know, hurt your feelings, (laughs) call you a heathen, or call you a tight ass or like you know whichever end of the spectrum you want to be on and everyone is so afraid of being judged that they would rather judge first Mm -hmm. cancel first and ask questions later yeah and it's it's it can be a really scary time if you are allowing yourself to be consumed by that energy because that energy is really attractive It's like you look at your YouTube feed, you look at your Facebook feed, you look at all of your social media threads. Yes, I'm a little older, so Facebook is where I go. Hey, that's Uh, where I go too. (laughs) So like IG or TikTok or whatever, like bless you, have fun. Um, (laughs) I just really firmly believe that like full freedom of expression means full freedom of speech and full Mm -hmm. freedom to be who you are fully. Mm -hmm. It's like, we try to control each other with opinions, but I'm trying to control you because I'm afraid of who I really am. And I don't have to show up as me if you're not. And so have you ever decided to be an accountability buddy with somebody and it fails after a couple of weeks because you're not really telling the truth about what you did? You're not really (laughs) asking for the truth from them about what they do? right? You're just kind of wearing
0: a mask of, oh, I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do. And just showing up as a not real person. Because Why is that? <clears throat> because you don't want to let the other person down or have them think a certain way, feel a certain way about
1: you. Yeah. And so... In Buddhism, a good friend is somebody who is going to hold you to your promises and your highest good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody like people think that compassion is this fluffy, soft, wispy kind of a thing. Like feeling sorry for somebody is feeling sorry for someone. Sometimes compassion can be strict. Mm-hmm. Compassion is really telling someone what they need to hear so that their life truly opens up and they're living fully. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. When you look at compassion as like feeling bad for someone, when you feel bad for somebody, you're saying, here I am. Here you are. I feel bad for you. That's not compassion. No, exactly. But that's what many people think of compassion as, oh, I'm taking compassion on you. I feel so bad for you that you failed or you did the thing
1: and then did it. I'm such a good person that I still accept you in my space, even though you're so dirty (laughs) and you failed so often. You're so horrible. And it makes me feel good because I'm high. Oh, yeah. uh huh. That's really what judgment does. Judgment is we're constantly trying to see where we are in the hierarchy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, too. So I want to go back to the point that you said about, you know, cancel culture and like not being able to basically speak your truth right? You can't speak the truth because you could be canceled and if you're in that energy so that, I mean so my ex-husband used to inform me of all of the people that were being canceled, right? He was very on top of all of the things, politics, all that. This person and that person I have not ever once had even the thought in my head like, oh, it might be canceled. Right? Or someone might make a, no. Right? So, and I also feel Choosing what you want in your reality is huge as well. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that are speaking their truth, that are living their passion, that are doing the things that you want to do, being how you want to be, then now you're in that energy and it becomes that much easier for you, in a sense,
1: yeah, to do that. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, when you publish a book where you're putting your guts out to the world and every member of your family decides to buy one of your books when you've basically really laid a lot of stuff out there. Um that's a that's a harrowing experience. <laughs> but it's also I bumped into somebody this morning. It's been two years and three months since I published my book, and my book is more like a daily journal style thing where i've gone through a lot of the what i was going through during the pandemic it was all audio recordings and some days were fantastic and some days were not so good and i i really strove to take each chapter each section from whatever the issue was that i was feeling horrible about or thinking about or contemplating and turning it into some sort of a personal when or an experience a lot of people are going to misunderstand that especially when you use copious profanity and you know uh of course the day that the book came out uh the my boss at the time said oh did you write about us (laughs) yes as a matter of fact i did a couple of times so you know you you talk about putting yourself out there um it's really something scary to truly bear your soul, to really be who you are fully. Because if you if you think about how many people in your life you really do that around, that's going to be a measure of how far along the continuum you are. How how close you are. And at the start of the conversation, we talked about the weekend or the thing that's not something that happens in a weekend.
0: No, that's like ongoing life work. Right? And we had the conversation too about, you know, having the hard conversations with certain people how as you grow, they become easier to have, but there's still that fear base. Oh yeah, that it's it's like okay, I know I can have this conversation and I just need to get it out, like just get the first couple words out. And then once that's out, then it's like, okay, it's safe. Mm -hmm. Right. And will that ever go away?
1: The answer is no. Precisely because of the way the brain is wired you don't lose memories you just stop accessing them as often and when you stop accessing them as often they might become a little bit faded but there's always going to be a trigger it's kind of like when you hear that song or you smell that smell and you're taken back to a particular time and place Mm -hmm. there there will always be triggers it's just a question of recognizing That something has taken you back someplace that you haven't been in a while Mm -hmm. and that you prefer not to perpetuate. Mm. So I'm going to challenge
0: your answer of no, (laughs) because the mind is such a beautiful tool and you can reprogram it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So your mind only can see what has happened. Right? It doesn't see possibility of, oh, what if this beautiful, no, like past experiences, right? The heart is what can see possibilities further than the mind. So if you I believe, if you get to this point where you're like, okay, let's just use one specific person, for example. every time I share with this person how I'm feeling, based off past experiences, right? It starts with the fear. Oh my God, I think they're going to tell me that I'm wrong and I'm bad and my feelings are valid, whatever it is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Okay, no, like I haven't had that experience yet with this person, so let me do this, mm-hmm. okay? Fear, with past the fear, it's good. Mm-hmm. If that happens so many times, I believe that you can start to reprogram the mind. Agreed. Especially with, if it's, if you're focused on one specific person. Agreed. Right, And then if you're focused on that one specific person and you know how you're approaching that, you're speaking from your heart, you're speaking with love, right? As long as you, shouldn't say as long as you, if you can approach other people or conversations in that way, right? In that energy, you may also have the same or a various close outcome with them some people know but i believe that you can
1: i agree that you can reprogram and i agree that you can make the the route from the trigger to the ultimate choice much shorter Uh um i can't remember where i read it what i read at one point the only difference between you and the dalai lama isn't that he doesn't get pissed off it's that he's able to flip it a lot faster so the, the the cut doesn't go away the reaction doesn't go away it's a question of how present you are and how you have reconditioned reprogrammed yourself to say oh wait there's that thing i used to choose this now i'm choosing this the, the that that you used to choose is still there mm-hmm. that's why yeah. you know an alcoholic could fall off the wagon or a drug addict could fall off the wagon or you know anyone who has any kind of a long term history it's still there it's an active process right a very active process it will get to be easier and eventually, that other path becomes so foreign that it almost feels ridiculous that you would have chosen it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it doesn't mean it goes away entirely. Right. right. Yeah. Oh, no. I
0: totally agree with that. Yeah. Sure. Like we spoke about the negative ego, right? We all have those certain triggers. And if you can get to, the root or the stories the events yeah then yeah then you can start to reprogram that and the awareness is the key right knowing okay when I have conversations about money when I have conversations about this person's gonna tell me that I'm bad or wrong or that I'm gonna fail like I know that's when my negative ego fires up and typically that's like a oh fuck reaction or what the fuck reaction right so when that goes off in my mind, I'm like, okay, breathe
1: shots fired. Yeah.
0: And we're not going to <laughs> right. react.
1: Contain the explosion to respond.
0: <laughs> Right. Let the, let the bombs go off in your head. Don't let them fly out of your mouth.
1: Which is like, I've got the picture of those little titanium boxes and you take the bomb and you put it in there and you sit on the lid. <laughs> Okay, great. (laughs) Now that we've gotten through that, you're right. Yeah. A lot of people will say, Aaron, oh my gosh, you're so patient. It's like, (laughs) you don't hear me up here. (laughs) Oh man. Wait, that's like the, oh my God,
0: you have your shit together. What? (laughs) Don't tell me that.
1: Because now I feel
0: like I have to have my shit together. (laughs) Oh my God, I've got everyone fooled. Yes. You're placing unrealistic expectations on me. I can't, I can't hold up.
1: I must be a really great actor. (laughs) It's the way we present, right? It truly is. It truly is. Yep. And, you know, that actually has me think of, you know, one of the things that people will often say is fake it till you make it. Totally untrue. You can fake it until you make it if you're doing the work on the back end, but if you're not investing any time and energy and effort into actually understanding what it looks like to be the person you're faking, Mm -hmm. you're never going to get there. You're just going to keep pretending to be some cartoon character version of that aspect. Yeah. Well and really
0: like if you look at it like that a cartoon version of that aspect if you are not if you if you're constantly looking for approval from other people if you're doing things not for you for everybody else mm-hmm. that's really what you're being so how are you ever number one how is that fulfilling at all it's not nice. how like loving yourself no, because you don't even know who yourself is. No. It's like all these different people, for different people. Yeah. Right? How many personalities? You might as well just name each person. Like, oh, today I'm actually wait, do, I lost count.
1: By the way. Do you? Oh, I have a okay, theory me. that there's a there's a microphone up in here, right? And those have you ever had the experience where You know, you're going through life and on this day you make this choice because like you're feeling so awesome and tomorrow you're just going to kill it with the food and kill it with the exercise and kill it with the water and get everything done because like you feel like just so empowered today and the next day it's just like the psycho bitch took over right so i i have this theory that that it's kind of like in the movie um i don't remember the disney movie where it was the the characters that represented the emotions joy anger um envy sorrow so there were five of them i'm thinking about snow white and the seven (laughs) dwarfs and at at each point when a certain emotion comes up that particular emotion character would take over the 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 control panel Mm. and run how this little girl was expressing herself so for me it's it's something kind of similar but it's more like personas um there's the microphone and whoever has the microphone is in charge (laughs) and it sucks sometimes because that (laughs) bitch has the microphone um and yeah, I think that there are probably nine different aspects and sometimes I'll just sort of check in if I'm having one of those thoughts where I want to do something that's outside of my commitment and I'll go through the checklist and go, okay, great. Little muscle testing. Are we feeling like this is a good thing? And it's like, how many people are going yes and how many people are going no <laughs> and what's the majority vote and like, what's yeah. I I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because different days and different times we do have these different personas. You made this persona to be with your parents, a persona to be with your friends, a persona to succeed at school, a persona to succeed at work. We already do these things like you had mentioned, like we talked about earlier in the conversation. You're being different people Mm -hmm. in front of different people. So it's not like these extra personas don't exist. It's a question of how aware are you of who's front facing? Or could you look at
0: it like you're accessing different parts of you that you want to bring forth for those people? Could be.
1: Yeah. The brain is a very simple mechanism. Have you ever been driving someplace and when you get there, you're like, how did I get here? Oh, yeah. Because like you drive yeah, that autopilot. way so often you go on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Whenever you do something repeatedly, the brain is going to file it away in a habit sort of format. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you don't even have to think about. Whenever I get around a person who has a particular accent, if it's an accent that I know how to replicate, I'll start talking like, yeah, it. I do the same thing. <laughs> it gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> um, because one minute I'm speaking normally and the next minute I'm talking like a <laughs> from Tennessee. Yes, yes, truly. Um, And it's just something that I don't even notice is happening. It just comes up. Right. Yeah. So you're giving yourself a lot of credit for actively choosing who you're going to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's why I personally believe that it just takes a lot more effort to be awake and aware, mm-hmm. to 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 actually intentionally choose. And one of the things that I'm guilty of is, is abusing myself for not having a particular engagement go in a certain way. And I'm getting better about that because I'm giving myself, granting myself grace for those reactions and understanding that, I wouldn't have created that sort of a response if it weren't effective or efficient and gotten me something that I wanted, whether that's protection and safety, acceptance and love, um, or just the fuck out of wherever I was. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do. Yeah, that. sometimes you need that. <laughs> um, so I think that the goal is ultimately to become as awake and aware as possible So that when those kinds of situations show up, that we have more of an ability to choose based on who's in front of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a practice um, that I did for a while.
0: And so basically commanding the energy and commanding your energy. Mm. So to wherever I was going to, prior to getting there, I decided what kind of experience I wanted to have energy wise with myself, with the people there. Right. And I would command the energy before I walked in, Mm -hmm. I would align myself to that, then command the energy when I walked in and like nine times out of 10, it was exactly what I, you know, commanded to create. That's amazing. Yeah. So like doing a practice like that, so that way you're not, you're, not that you're leaving it to chance in other ways, some people definitely are because they're not aware of how they act or the words that are going to come out of their mouth. There's no thought process. Should I say this? It's just thought right? Like right out. So like, number one, just becoming aware of who you're being with different people. And then once you have that awareness, right. And you can control your energy in a sense or choose Like then working that way of like commanding your energy, like this is what I'm going to be. This is who I'm going to be. This is how I'm going to feel. This is how I'm going to speak. This is how I'm going to be seen. The energy in the room, the people,
1: right? Really powerful. And it's probably super effective because 90% of the people in the room that you walk into have no clue that you have just steamrolled them. (laughs) they don't have a choice in the matter because they they didn't set themselves up to have that kind of an experience so you have the upper hand in that sort of a case Mm -hmm. the question that comes up for me and I'm really curious is but what if you don't know how it's supposed to go do you leave room for a space of not knowing
0: That's a very good question. So a lot of times I don't know how it's going to go. And I like to do it when I don't know how it's going to go. Right. Because if I'm walking into a place where I know everybody, I can pretty much from past experiences, like, okay, it's going to be around about this, right. The energy is going to be whatever it is, Mm -hmm. love or joy, you know, connection, connection, If I'm walking into a place and I have no idea, right? If I'm walking into a coffee shop to meet somebody that I've never met before, the only thing I can control is my energy true, and how I'm showing up, true, right? So that's where I'm like, okay, this is what I'm commanding for myself. This -hmm. is how I'm going. This is how I'm choosing to show up. I'm going to stay in the energy of openness, love. I'm going to stay in my heart, you know, whatever that is based on the experience I want to have okay because your energy can affect other people's energy especially if the people have no idea about their energy
1: your your energy absolutely impacts the energy of other people well we all do (laughs) (laughs) um well that's absolutely perfect and it's not like you're going in and saying that this is exactly how it's going to go. It's going to look this way and there's no opportunity for surprise. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Or for wonder or for no, I'm not like curiosity. Yeah. I'm not
0: scripting it out. Like she's wearing a blue dress and white heels and she got a vanilla latte with no sugar.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, just the, just the overall experience. Mm -hmm. And if something shows up that's outside of that, there's an opportunity for that to be addressed yeah because then you you can choose Mm -hmm. yep that's pretty powerful yeah yeah and good for
0: reflection after too right yeah and if it didn't go the way like you said it's like okay what was that it's like all right why did that happen Mm -hmm. what was what was going on with me in my energy Mm -hmm. that this person acted or reacted this way
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right so and really like it's never about you. It's typically always about the other person. It's always about them. Right. In and one huh? In what way? So like, you know, when um trying to think of a recent example. Okay. So I'll use John. I like to use John He's my partner. Why not? He's close. He's cool with it. Um That's good. So yeah. So we had a um a I'm trying to remember what the specific situation was, whatever the situation was, oh, uh, I had planned something and we were late and the experience wasn't what I had wanted to be because we were late we showed up, we didn't get to be with the people we were supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. So the conversation we had after led to other things, right? And it was him speaking about his experience, right? Which hurt my feelings. And so later on in discussion, you know, I was like, when you do this, this is how I, he's like, it's not, none of this is about you. Like, this is all about me. This is all my shit. Like, if you do something specific and it triggers me, it triggers me. It's not about you. It's not the action that you're doing. It's something that's happening within me from a past experience Mm -hmm. that's not healed or that hasn't been looked at, that hasn't been tended to, that's coming up because it needs my attention.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So yes, you get to be the catalyst for that to come up, but it's not ever about you. Now, not saying if I went out and I did some dumb shit to him, right? Then that would absolutely be about me, you know, mm-hmm. but but for many things, right? It's typically about the other person, my coaching clients, they run they run away when they haven't done something, mm-hmm. right? It's not about me. I was always taking it as, oh, well, they think I'm gonna like, no, and it's not ever about me. It's about them they're ashamed, they're hiding, they feel, you know, they feel like they failed. They feel that they were bad, mm-hmm. right? So simple feelings, right?
1: Basic feelings. It's a really interesting space mm-hmm. because yes, and, <laughs> um, one of the things that Abraham Hicks talks about is there is no law of assertion. It's only a law of attraction. And I like to say, if it's in your face, it's in your space. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a lot to be gained from understanding that that person's reaction is not my fault. So I've I've um had a lot of experiences with narcissists, with the manipulators, with people who try to emotionally control. And um I'm finally getting to the point in my life where I'm recognizing what that sounds like. It was probably about a year ago where I was having an experience where long-term relationship with a high-level narcissist just manipulating the relationship and something happened that had nothing to do with me where she cut me off and this is a work relationship so i can't get away from it right? mm. and for the first month six weeks i was really in my stuff about it trying to figure out what i had done wrong and there really was absolutely nothing yeah and so when somebody else who is familiar who's like involved in the situation um had recommended that I go and apologize I flat out said no. <laughs> um and it took a lot for me to really say no because my insides you talk about the old programming and you talk about like training yourself in a new kind of way this was my training in this new way where for me to say no firmly not a reaction not not with uh blame or rage or any of the overcompensating that i would normally do but to just plainly and calmly say no i think i'm good yeah and then to go like back into my office and deal with all of the emotion that came up from being on the outside like that was all my stuff so she and i had been doing a dance over five years and I'm the one who's interrupting the flow of our dance. <laughs> and so when you say it's not about me, her reaction wasn't about me, and who I had been had set it up to where I had been participating in it. Mm-hmm. So it was a real active process for me to choose otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she wouldn't have been able to have that kind of a res- response toward me if I wasn't a space to be able to receive it. Right. If and you so, an active participant. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, her response wasn't about me. And I kind of match up with somebody like that just based on where mm-hmm. I had come from. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, for those listening... Here, this is the part where we say, when you sign up for that course and they say they're going to fix you. Yes, we're going circling back. Um, The reason why it doesn't work in a three-day weekend, the reason why you step back into life and this thing comes back at you is because you learned the tools when you did that weekend. You learned the tools when you did that process. And if you don't apply those, if you don't go back in and take on the responsibility mm-hmm. of shifting mm-hmm. your heart, yourself, of being, like you say, responsible for for what you're creating inside of that conversation, mm-hmm. before you walk into the room, decide how this engagement is going to go, what it's going to look like and what you're going to walk out with. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, like Daniel was saying, really reflect, how did it go? What did I feel? How did I feel about my performance? How did I feel about what went on? What do I, what do I really love about what happened? What do I really not love about what happened? Yeah. And then find some kind of a resource or a mentor or some well to drink from to mm-hmm. be able to grow beyond. Mm-hmm. Um absolutely a, a super powerful experience because it's true. Their reaction is never about you. Oh, yeah, And their reaction wouldn't be happening to you if you didn't have something to get triggered. Mm-hmm. 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 As a friend of mine says, I listen to every complaint that anybody has about me. And then I go back and I reflect on it. And I ask myself, honestly, is it true? And if it's not, then I bless them and I go on with my life. And if it is, then I do something about it.
0: Interesting. I will take that from people that I know, not people that I don't know. If I don't know you, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) There is a scale, yes. Somebody walking down the street and they happen to like social media, right? Like, there's gremlins, there's like trolls. Yeah, like who are you go bye You know, but yeah, and I yeah, Yeah, a good point, yes, yes, people in my life that I have
1: a relationship with for sure. Yeah, yeah, always willing to look at myself. Mm-hmm. That's actually true. There's there's got to be some sort of a scale mm-hmm. of give a shittedness when it comes to somebody's response. Oh, don't yeah. don't give two shits about somebody's opinion on the internet. It doesn't matter. You're never going to meet them in real life. Mm-hmm.
0: And then really, it's the differentiation. It's okay. So a couple points because I want to go. Let, let's go back here for a second. So. um the okay so reflection right so you go to the weekend you learn the tools or like you have you have this huge thing happen in a relationship right Mm -hmm. and you both work through it and you learn from it okay so when this happens this is how i react so moving forward, this is how I want to show up. This this is what I'm going to choose the next time, right? And basically like scripting that for the future. This, this, this right here is the program that I'm going to choose. This other one gets to go. Mm-hmm. I know it's still going to show up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when that comes back around, I feel like I, I choose to look at it as a test,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like, okay, you learn the things. Here you go. Did you change? Right, and I and I typically, almost always find myself asking, "Why is this happening again?" I feel like I just went through this. As like, "Oh, okay, because this is my test." All right. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Great. I'm cho- I'm still choosing
1: this yep. program, right? <laughs> well, when I when I first started practicing Buddhism twenty two years ago, uh, nature and Buddhism is about personal responsibility. And uh, the leaders would often say, when you pray for patience, you don't get patience. You get somebody cutting you off on (laughs) I-95. You get the lesson. You get the opportunity to practice. Mm -hmm. So it's like we say that we want the ability to play NBA basketball, um, but then when it comes time to go shoot some hoops, we don't wanna be bothered. We just want the ability to be masterful with no investment. Oh my God. Well, and it's like, you know,
0: after being divorced, so my marriage was not deep or meaningful or like that. just that deep connection, spiritual connection, it just wasn't there, Mm -hmm. which is fine. That was the experience that I chose to have and I'm grateful for it. And so the relationship that I'm in now, it's like, to have that deep level of connectedness and love and trust and respect and, like, the spiritual, uh, like, the, the depth of the conversations that we have and the how much we show of ourselves to each other mm-hmm. and how hard and painful that can be is not fun while you're going through it and it also yields such a beautiful result absolutely so it's like you know looking at everything from that sense when you're going through the shit right people are like oh my god this 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 and it's and uh, uh, uh." it's like okay and you're in it and Like what's to come after this? Like be in it, Mm -hmm. sit with those emotions, Mm -hmm. let them run through your body, take their course, right? Let the energy move Mm -hmm. and just continue moving forward to another part of knowing yourself, right? Being able to sit and, and do that openly, willingly, like welcoming the
1: shit. That's absolutely a perfect way to look at it. These like this is how you learn. Mm-hmm. You don't learn Pilates or yoga or any of the martial arts by reading a book. You don't learn how to ride a bicycle by reading a book. You can read all the books you, that you want to on, on riding a bicycle, <laughs> but without training wheels and just getting up and trying it, like you're going to fall down. Oh yeah. Most people as adults, if we were to try learning how to walk as an adult would would never make it. We'd all be in wheelchairs. Be we would, we really would. And it's because of the fear of what's behind it. Um, I was married to somebody from Argentina for 17 years and I speak very little Spanish, very little Spanish. I had a live-in person to practice with But one of the things that I discovered like toward the end of our relationship is the reason why I would never speak Spanish is because I wanted to be perfect at speaking Spanish before I tried to speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to get there from there. Mm -mm. No, I have a fantastic accent for the few words that I do speak. And it confuses the hell out of anybody who's (laughs) Spanish speaking. Because when I say good morning, they go, (laughs) and I'm like, yeah, no, no hablo. (laughs) Let's hear it. (laughs) Ah, oh, well, uh, hablo un poquito de espanol. Um, no tengo vocabulario grande. Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Uh I I speak very well Mm -hmm. because I'm really good at accents. Until I practice, I practice and I practice and I practice I practice the same phrase until I can just throw it out there and then somebody speaks to me when we, we went to this, this museum in Buenos Aires, I think it, we Marcelo and I've been married for like three years at the time and we walk into the lobby of this, this museum and I love big purses. And so we walk in and he goes over to the information desk to figure out what we need to do and I'm standing here with this giant bag on my shoulder just sort of looking around and the officer walks up to me and starts speaking to me in Spanish and I started freaking out. Marcelo, 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 Marcelo. And the guy's like, "I speak English. I speak English." <laughs> I felt like such an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. But it's like, you know, we yeah. So Having that high expectation about what performance looks like has been my Achilles heel. I feel like I've got to look like I have my shit all together. And so I go into these weekends and I look like I am just so amazing because I've learned the spiritual vernacular, I've learned the personal development vernacular, I've learned the I've learned the lingo for <laughs> any of these change your life in an instant kind of programs. Yeah. And it takes a really good trainer. The really good trainers can spot me and go, yeah, yeah. good thing you're here. You're, you're a smart <laughs> rat. And so I'm not even going to bother with you. And I'm like, but wait, I'm hurt. I need help. Yeah. You don't want help. You want to figure out how to look like you've got your stuff together without mm. diving into the box. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. My mom actually had dementia at the end of her life. And I really firmly believe that it's because she wouldn't deal with her stuff. Mm. And I'm really glad that in the last few years, I have finally started opening that box and going to the scary place. The reason why I named the book, Hate Your Way to Happiness is because I finally got that when I started to feel anger, I started to feel frustration or I started to feel those shitty, icky feelings, like I was going in the right direction, not the wrong direction. Because before the minute it started to feel bad, I would go, I must be doing something wrong. I got to turn around because this ain't it. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is that means that it's exactly it. Mm -hmm. That's where you are starting to tear the muscle that's going to build back stronger that's where that's where the true learning starts to happen when you throw yourself off the cliff you do the scary thing anyway and you realize that you're still okay yes oh, i love that mm-hmm.
0: yep i'm not even going to comment i'm just going to say yes uh, yes he's just going to leave yes. it to me to continue uh-huh. period the ends. like yeah when you feel those emotions be in them don't yes. run from them it's like there's a reason that you're feeling them, and you need you need to experience
1: them. It's beautiful, yeah. It's energy in your body moving, it needs to move, and especially you know, like we're so. We're so conditioned to stuff it, to set it aside, to deal with it later. Don't act out. Well,
0: think about it when you're I'll give you something to cry about. What are you crying for? Are you crying again? Big girls don't cry. Big boys don't cry.
1: Why are you so sensitive? Oh my God,
0: everything upsets you. You're not getting a toy. We're leaving. Like what? Okay. So no wonder why people don't show any emotion like that. Exactly. You know, I had a girl this morning on one of my calls. She's like. Thank you for, I I was showing emotion, I was crying. And because I was grateful, right? And I I was experiencing many emotions and I expressed what I was experiencing. And so she had shared, she's like, I found a card from my boyfriend from however long ago, and I read it. And I started crying because I've never been in such a beautiful relationship. I'm so in love with him. And I went to him and I showed him and I was crying and I was ashamed that I was crying. Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to see me cry because I always thought that crying was a sign of weakness and I didn't want him to think that I was weak. Wow. So thank you. Now I see that crying is strength. Wow and it's energy moving and energy needs to move through your body and it feels fucking good to cry,
1: cry all the time. oh my god that's why i don't wear makeup most of the time she <laughs> says why are you oh my <laughs> god you're wearing makeup <laughs> i don't plan on crying today unless actually, we actually know that's not turn. true like, uh, well, of course like fuck it if i do i do oh uh-huh. my but i've gotten to the point where some people will say it, it's in in some of the Buddhist circles, when I share something that's particularly moving or or really true, if I'm if I'm reading a quote or we're talking about a concept that I find particularly moving, and I'm sharing my experience, I will cry. I just will. Uh, and at one point, I remember one member came to me and said, "Well, if you're crying, then you know you must not have actually dealt with it. Like, why why are you still sad?" The truth of the matter is crying doesn't mean you're sad like you say it's just it's energy moving through Mm -hmm. um have you read the book the untethered soul Mm -hmm. okay so in it he talks about how energy gets stuck and you re-experience that energy over and Mm -hmm. over until you finally get to the point where you are ready willing and able to let it go yeah You have to recognize that something's coming up. Like Mm -hmm. you see that Corvette, that Mm -hmm. Mustang, whatever that's driving by that your ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend used to drive. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you freak out and you don't understand why. And you were pointing to it earlier when you have these conversations like you couldn't have with your ex, but now you're having them with John. And when something comes out of your mouth, you're able to feel the vibration of what the experience is for you Mm -hmm. and before you even get into the fight or the argument or whatever you just kind of stop and go wait that feels like something familiar i need to check on this before we go any further right like i want to put a pin in this or at least announce it so that you understand that i may be someplace that i'm not committed to being right now right And that's a different kind of a conversation Mm -hmm. when you're with a partner where the two of you are willing to give each other the space to really explore when, when you're both committed to your growth and involvement as individuals and as a couple, that's when you really have a level of, of expression of freedom to be able to be able to say anything because you know that in theory if the commitment is there nothing breaks nothing trumps the commitment right Mm -hmm. everything can be resolved through communication yeah yeah when it's honest communication Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i totally agree Yeah.
0: And that commitment, it's like, from my perspective, when I show up in those conversations, I feel like it's safe because he knows that I'm willing to whatever it is that's coming up. If it's something that's going to be work on my part, Mm -hmm. that I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back and actually sit and look at that, like with a serious eye, like, all right, what, what is it that I can change to get the result that i want or to be this way in the relationship and that's not changing myself like we talked about in the beginning like oh i'm I'm altering myself because this person thinks that i should be no it's it's the growth it's the being the best you that you can be and authentic and removing the old programming yeah right exactly we're showing up in that certain way because of prior experiences and programs that our minds have built whatever it's like okay now This is exposed, destroyed, (laughs) or no, go.
1: If you think about it, after being on the planet for however many decades you've been around, being an unenlightened shit show for (laughs) the majority of that time, there's a lot of stuff to be (laughs) there's a lot of stuff to play with. Oh my God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And really
0: it's like, I mean, and everybody's so different, right? Everyone's had such a different childhood and some people may have had a phenomenal childhood and their mom was an alcoholic right? And that just caused a shit show of everything, right? Or it's just, there's no telling what is inside of everyone. And we've all built these programs for protection. Yep. So it's not, it's not that we're bad or wrong for acting this way. It's just that we created these programs to keep ourselves safe and we're not keeping ourselves safe, essentially, really. no. What we're doing is we're we are keeping ourselves from love and connection and living authentically. And once we realize that and we're committed to looking for those programs, looking at those programs and doing more to change them and seeing the results and how you show up, how you feel, how people around you react then to you, then that's just like, okay, what's next?
1: Yeah spot on so cool. i did good
0: a plus maybe a star you get a star i approve free coffee do you feel validated yes, yes. thank you i can yeah. leave happy now <laughs> i live to validate you <laughs> so can we talk every day at noon <laughs> i have no problem with that validation station i'm calling Aaron. <laughs>
1: God, if you're depending on me, what kind of how fucked up are you?
0: <laughs> well, Just, I'm, not, I'm not gonna answer that question right now. That'll be for the next time. The unstable entrepreneur, <laughs> and then I couldn't even remember. I'm like the un, yep, shakeable, unstable, uh, the un, the remarkable. Just fucking hit your way to happiness.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I love it. Cultivating self-love, even when you feel like shit. Hey, if you if you
0: feel negative emotions and you run away from them, right? If that's something that consumes you, you experience those, you know, throughout your days. And you can use those to then, like, flip a script and become happy. Eh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And really, even if you don't feel those... On a regular basis, you should still read Aaron's book. Thank you. You're welcome. Too.
1: Remember, fertilizer is actually bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You've got a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: great. I'm going to use that <laughs> somehow this week right? How they have the vocabulary word of the day. Like you have to use it throughout the day. I'm going to use fertilizer is actually bullshit as many times as I can this week.
1: (laughs) What the fuck (laughs) is she talking about? I challenge you all to do the same thing. (laughs) Feel free to share oh a friend of mine we were having a conversation about faith and she's like i don't understand what faith is i just don't even know and i'm like oh faith that's basically i have no fucking idea what's going on right now but i know i'm gonna be okay and there you go easiest way to explain it it's true just bring it down
0: <laughs> so i love it i love it well i think we're gonna wrap it up wrap cool. it up it's been fun yes it was awesome thank you for joining me i'm My sure pleasure. everyone enjoyed the show and so if you're watching the video did you show your book at the beginning here is her book she gave it to me to read in case i forgot the name i mean you can
1: find it on amazon <laughs> yes. you have to yeah please do so Hate your way to happiness cultivating self-love even when you feel like shit erin Curran, the unstable unmistakable entrepreneur boom there you go
0: <laughs> all there right for you so thank you for joining us on the stage of greatness today again thank you arian always a pleasure and this time i got to have coffee and avocado toast which is amazing so yeah great conversation as always i'm sure we'll do it again i hope thank so you. look forward to it bye guys Bye. don't remember don't don't remember please remember we need to go now please remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss any new shows (laughs) all right guys over and out for now love you so much love bye